are back. We took a little bit of a break. I went on a cruise. I got really sick on the cruise. We made some music videos. We released some music. The AMAs happened and a lot of really busy things happened. Uh, but but we're back. We're back. We're back. We're here. But uh, but Cassie isn't back. It's just me. Uh, so <laughs> I have no one to like uh, kind of go back and forth with in this moment. But we have someone here today that's going to help me and we will introduce her in just a short second. But Guys, this is our first podcast in Nashville, Tennessee. And some of you guys might think, why are you guys in Nashville, Tennessee? Like, what's in Tennessee? Well, if you guys don't know, Nashville, Tennessee is known as Music City. And I feel like the world kind of knows that now. But when I moved here almost 15 years ago, um, people might not have known that. And you guys, if you haven't been to Nashville, you might think, oh, it's some like country town. No, Nashville's amazing. And it is full of so much art and culture, um, even down to the food. Like we should just do a whole podcast talking about Nashville food. I think that would be how I got backstage at craft services eating too much. <laughs> um, but anyways, so Cassie and I met in Nashville back in 2004. We started our business CrowdSurf here and we still have offices here. So I thought since we're in Nashville this week, we would pull someone from our Nashville offices to help me and be my co-host. So you guys, welcome Elise Stawars. Hello. Hi, Elise. Elise is the VP of marketing at CrowdSurf, not just in Nashville, but overseas, really our whole company. Really, I just kind of go on vacations and Elise does all the work. Thank you for making me sound fancy. <laughs> you are fancy, Elise. She is. She is. And guys, Elise and I met actually because we have a common love for what, what do you guys think? Uh, could it be like tacos or home decor or, or boy bands? Definitely boy bands. Boy bands. <laughs> it's a boy, boy band. Win. So we met, Elise was working at a Christian label, CMG, um, and we went to coffee together with a friend. I was working at Provident, oh. actually. Oh. But wasn't that, isn't that the same thing? No, it's not. It's not the same thing. She was at Provident, <laughs> who I knew because one of the Backstreet Boys was also signed to Provident. <laughs> And we went to, yeah. Oh, Brian. You know, we're just going to introduce Lisa because she's here and I just want her to come and talk. Hi. Hi, Lisa. Hi, hi, hi. Guys, I'm so sorry, this week, our guest, in. no, I want you to jump in and talk because I feel like we're just going to go and we're going to do the thing. So this week, we have a very, a very, very, very special guest, guys. <laughs> very special guest. Welcome, Lisa Ray, What's everyone up? from Sandbox <laughs> Management. She is the day to day manager for Warner Brothers recording artists Dan and Shay, who Ooh. are on fire right now, guys pretty great they really are like they're everywhere i saw them they're on the cover of hits daily double right they now are. did you see yes i saw pretty proud of that one. all the things and then that album when it came out recently it hit number one yeah correct yeah, yeah. for sure guys, seriously on fire it was really cool because i was doing a radio show with aj in idaho we were in iowa iowa that all. was release weekend. <laughs> and yes. like, it was so cool because they were singing new songs that had just come out a few days ago and and you were like they know all the words. Like it was it's really crazy. cool. There's a giant field full of people. There was literally a bull, a bull there, a real bull. You oh, know, like what? an animal, like a real bull. His oh. name was Olay. <laughs> oh, I didn't see it. What did I? You miss? didn't see the bull. I missed. The there bull. was a. Did you see the picture of AJ on the bull? No. Okay, there was a bull. His name was Olay. I don't know the whole story, but I guess the guy who owns him was on Big Brother or something. And oh. so he brings this bull, but I'm talking. He brings him like a puppy on a leash. 
but it is a real bowl. It's like your pet bowl. Like seriously, it was really <laughs> scary, and it had very big cojones, and all the men were like grabbing them. It was the whole situation. I saw, I yeah, saw a lot of things in Iowa. I didn't see the bowl and the cojones and yes, the people grabbing. Literally, I them. sounds like a win. There was a Backstreet Boy <laughs> riding a bowl. Out, there was I, a Backstreet Boy riding a real. It's pretty great. A real bowl. I did hang out with that Backstreet Boy that day. You though. did. You did. And was, and you guys like kind of bonded. Yeah. He's a good dude. I was hanging out with the National Guard <laughs> because they let me shoot the T-shirt gun. That's my gosh. That's, that's a true story. That is a true. I forgot about that. Because they were like, there's going to be a T-shirt gun. I'm like, can I shoot Give the T-shirt gun? Sign me up. Absolutely. I've always wanted to do this. Like, that's this awesome. is a dream of mine. You were the so. best T-shirt gun shooter ever. Oh my ever. gosh. Thank you so much. I wonder who got my T-shirt and I wonder if they were injured by my aiming and firing. Um, <laughs> we would have heard about that by now. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So, yeah, and for it was sure. funny because like, there were like these cute National Guard guys. I mean, they're probably like 18 or something. But I was like, so like, what's the training? They're like, I don't know. I've never used one either. So just kind of went for it. But I, I was safe. very excited. It was Glad a great... you weren't pointing at my band while you were there. <laughs> just no, so we're clear. You know, it, it was right. No, actually, it was my introduction to your band. Oh, geez. I shot the t-shirt guns and the yeah. And then AJ, AJ introduced. I know he, he did. did. It was he really did. cool. It was cool. It was actually a moment for me. I'll say that. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause you I love too, the Backstreet Boys. Uh, true story. Can I stay inside of the, the boy band yeah. bubble? Yeah. Do. Yeah. Love the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Always have. Elise, are you technically a Backstreeter in sync? Okay. Here's the thing. I oh. love both. Okay. I love both so much with my whole heart. Yeah. I was an in sync person. Okay. But in sync has not been together since 2001. Oh, that's correct. I mean, so I am happy to embrace my Backstreet Boys fandom. That's I'm with you. I applaud this, that. I don't know, theory or like way of living. Though I will say, InSync released like reunion merch, like mm, 20th anniversary merch, yeah. and they had the cutest sweatshirt. And I was like ready. I was <laughs> on the website right at the right time. It was right. gone. And it was sold out before yeah. they even went on oh. sale. Yeah. I was furious. I'll make you one. Thank you. And if Lance Bass is listening, Please. get us a t-shirt. It's all I get want. Get at least some sweatshirt. The turquoise one. Someone. The turquoise. Very specifically. I feel like we can make one. this happen. Somebody's got to be able somebody to help you. Somebody knows somebody in this Somebody room. knows somebody. I mean, we know the Backstreet Boys. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we could get to sync. I know a guy. All right. Um, awesome. So, uh, Lisa, I wanted to start out uh, today by asking the big question, the question that we ask everyone. Uh, how did you get backstage? <sighs> wow. So I feel like this is this is a long drawn out story, but it starts like this. When I was a kid, all I wanted to do was listen to music, go buy magazines so I could cut out pictures to put them on my wall. Yes. Watch MTV. Yes. Stay up late and watch like Night Flight and weird whatever I could do to find videos. Because back in the, <laughs> listen, back in the day, things are a lot more accessible these days. Truly. It, it wasn't that way, yeah. right? So it was all no. about the magazines and. Did you do the VHS recording? 1,000% yeah, well, I yes. did it. Picked the moments. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my and would stay in front of the TV to find the right moment. So yeah. I, was a, I was just a junkie for music as a kid. And pop music, by the way. Yeah. Um, all I ever wanted to do was work in a record store. So I worried the crap out of my local record store, which was Record Bar in Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, my dad. That's so cool. Way back in the day. <laughs> um, and wanted to work there. And they wouldn't hire me until I was 16. So I would go in literally, you know, a couple of times a week because it was my yeah. thing. But the day I turned 16, I walked in and I said, okay, 
<laughs> I'm 16. I and love this. Like, you have worried the mess out of us. You're hired. And oh, that was it. Oh my gosh. That is the best story. It That's was awesome. the, it was the it. greatest day of my life. That's it's so all amazing. I wanted to do was work in a record store. So I worked in a record store my all through high school and then went to college, worked at the record store in college. Then I started ex- expanding. So I worked for um I went to Appalachian State University and I worked for what they call student programs. So okay. it's where you would go and you could book bands and we had a club on yeah. campus and it's legends, which if you know anything about Luke Combs and mm-hmm. whatever, like that was his thing. Um, and so I worked there and eventually I just was in music for so long that you get to know people. I mean, you guys know this. Yeah. You go you go around yeah. and like, you know, people because of the business and I happened to be in retail and I knew all the people on the other side of it. So the people would come in and hang out. And at that time, we don't have to go back into years if you don't want to, but like record stores were king. Oh my gosh. Like that was all that mattered. It was everything. I have an uncle and he ran the big record store in Richmond, Virginia. And it was like, um, I think it was called that. Then it was called Digits. Then it was called Plan 9. Yeah, Plan 9. Oh yeah. yeah. His name was David Driver. Do you know him? No, I don't think so. That would be so crazy. But maybe. Um, But yeah, he was, he was like the manager of those stores. And so I like, I knew that ever since I was little and we would always go in and see him and he'd give me new CDs. He actually gave me my first No Doubt CD, which very much changed Crazy, my life right in I rem- a lot of ways I remember those things like getting those yeah those iconic records yeah. for the first time from the record and you know what store. the best thing was everybody in richmond was like so cool that like when they'd get like o-town or back they, they didn't want it and yeah. so you'd be like take this stuff yeah. and i'm like yeah <laughs> i was exactly the same way yeah. yeah i was like give me that stuff but um but yeah I, it's just like i want the listeners understand because it's different now. Like one, they don't really probably understand what most record stores are. I mean, there's still Amoeba in LA, which I go to at least a few times a month because it's near where I live. Right. But um, record stores, the people who work there and the people who made the decisions on what went on those shelves were some of the biggest powerful people in the music industry. They were your tastemakers. They were your influencers, as it were. And so the record store was king. And it was crazy because like my uncle, he really liked country music. He was like hanging out with Reba and Brooks and Dunn and Vince Gill and and whoever. And like, you know, I remember one day he's like, do you want to go like hang out with Steven Tyler and go to an Aerosmith show? And I'm like, what? Like, it was just this thing, thing you know. And so I just want you guys to understand that. Because it was a very different world right. back then and everything's changed so much. Exactly. So imagine what it's like to go, um, I don't even know. I mean, what do what do people do anymore? Like, is I guess there, they they stream. The kids go, stream. Go they go to the Spotify. Some might go to Target. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's you know? kind of a lot of people. That's probably all they know, yeah. right? Yeah. So back in the day, it was so much different and so great and so wonderful. Because you could go in and touch things and like yeah. you had release days, kind of like we have release days on Fridays now, right? It but they were on be, Tuesdays. It was Tuesdays, yeah. right? And you would wait. You would wait for the doors to open mm-hmm. if you knew that NSYNC record was coming. Yep. Or in my case, it was like the Pearl Jam record or a yeah. No Doubt record or yeah. anything like that. I would wait at the door when the yeah. door would open, right? And we would always have lines. It was the craziest thing. Anyway, I did that um, all through college and then graduated college and went to manage record stores. That's what I did. I never used my degree. My degree was PR. So I did, I did get a four year. It all kind of goes together. Yeah, for sure. And I highly recommend, you know, finding whatever it is that you love. I happen to latch onto music and Mm -hmm. have been able to sort of progress from it. But worked in retail until all the record stores started shutting down. (laughs) Hence why no one knows about 
record stores anymore, which is really it's sad. Really, it is sad. It's, <laughs> it's really, really, really sad. If you guys are ever in Los Angeles, I mean, there are others around the country, yes. but visit Amoeba Records on Sunset. Yes. It is literally a whole block. And it's a record store. And they I have, love digging through the old vinyl. Yes. Um, they even have a lot of books and movies and VHS. They have and everything. Like, yeah, you but can totally. Like the back room with like the blues. And yes. The tracks. I, I love the soundtrack. I do too. You know what? I, I found a gem back there. What'd you find? Winnie the Pooh. Ayo. Really? A lot a of Winnie really the good Pooh Disney album. Like, like on like, record? Like on a record. record. Yeah. Oh, like Disney Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery and Day. Nice. I was real excited. I love Winnie the Pooh, y'all. Y'all, Lisa, do you know how much I love Winnie the Pooh? I mean, I do. I'm talking like... I, like I love Winnie you're smiling bigger now than he you is, were when we were talking about the he's so wise what is going he's on right so now he's so wise just if you guys haven't seen the Winnie the Pooh movie though just <laughs> the new okay. one yes huh? well let me just say this there are really you're right about Amoeba but there are great record stores Nashville has Grimy oh Waterloo and Austin right. yes. like we have yeah. I was just in an amazing um repo in Philly this weekend like there mm. are great record stores so I highly encourage you to at least participate in that because it is thing. so yeah. amazing. Anyway, um, so record retail into knowing people in the industry. When the store started going out of business, I was offered a job with WIA Distribution. So, distri- which you guys might remember, that's where Cassie started ex- out. So that yeah. this, we're going to get to that. In oh. a second. Um, we go way. It's back. just such don't a funny word if you don't know what it is, though. Like I know it's so Wea. funny. <laughs> so, so back in the day when you would make physical records, right? So it would make physical records, physical CDs. That's what a distribution company does. So they were responsible for. It's very much like record promo now. Like mm-hmm. they would go and make sure that the records were stocked in the stores. So mm-hmm. I guess you would equate it to a radio person who tries to get stuff played on the radio yeah. or. Um, a salesperson trying to get something stocked at Hot Topic. I mean, that was yeah. it, but it was about records in the day. So, um, and it was, was all about those relationships because yes, you had to fight for the space. It's exactly the right on the shelf. It's exactly right. So I was offered a job. Oh, to- you know what? What? Let's 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 like talk to the kids. Oh, it's like getting a feature on a new on like a it's exactly new right. music Friday, exactly like on right. a Spotify mm-hmm. or on an iTunes mm-hmm. placement. That's what it is. It's exactly so when you guys go to an iTunes and you're like, here are these five or six banners of what's out. That's probably the most equivalent. Absolutely. To okay. like an end cap or walking yes. into yeah. to see a new release rack. Yeah. Right. Because you would fight for that placement. Yeah. We yeah. fight for placement today. Yeah. If you go and click on Spotify right now, the the first five things that come up on your screen those are going to be the things that people are probably going to play, pay the most attention to, right? Yeah. So you fight for that. It was the same way back in the day. Yeah. And there are dozens of people in the background who are pushing their things and trying to get trying the right Trying their hardest. And that's a big teacher. part of what Elise does. To, exactly. Oh, to have the conversation, <laughs> right? Yeah. To yeah. try to get someone to pay attention to whatever it is that yeah. you and would to like them to pay attention different to. things. Whether exactly. it's, hey, here's all the cool PR that they've done and here's the tour that they've got to, hey, we have a vertical video we can give you, like offering Mm -hmm. special things or we can give you an acoustic version, anything special that makes them want to be more excited about the artist. So back in the day, what kind of things were you leveraging to get this the rack space? Promos. So free music because you couldn't just go online and listen to something. Like for someone to put something in your hand, like that's the only way you could get it. It was amazing, right? Or posters, posters or, yeah. you know, things you could put on your walls or little tchotchkes, mm-hmm. you know, things that people pay really premium money for now when you go to a show. Like, what was the weirdest tchotchke that you made for? That I made personally or yeah. that I received? I'll take either. I'll tell you one that I really remember. 
Um, I remember getting a basketball goal. Okay. <laughs> for the very first Pearl Jam record, because if anybody knows anything, I know they're like, who the hell is Pearl? Oh, sorry. Who the heck is Pearl Jam? <laughs> we can say hell. Can we? Hell's fine. Okay. Cassie, Hell's don't, Cassie don't be mad at me. <laughs> um, but they used to be, they were originally called like Mookie Blaylock or something. And so the record label thought it was really cool that they would make these basketball goals. And I remember, I still have those things. So I remember cool. a Madonna cool. cassette that smelled yeah. like patchouli. <laughs> patchouli like, is so 90s I know, like, right we would like totally. go to the beach and like get like grateful dead memorabilia yes and, like, get some patchouli incense yes yeah that was my that was my high school life but listen i didn't listen to the grateful dead i just liked their merch but uh, listen and i we it was so creative back in the day that you would literally like i remember the in sync record that had an insert for britney spears when they were introducing yes. britney spears do you know what's right? funny yes they're Amazing. Okay, so actually, it's kind of crazy because a new um, interview came up today with with Beats One with the Backstreet Boys, and they talk about that happening oh. with their record, and they didn't even know it. And actually, yep. it was, and they were like, "Who's this girl? Like, what is this?" Yep. You know. And yep. so they kind of go into detail. So mm-hmm. it's you guys should really listen to it. Like, it's actually I stood there and watched them do this interview, um, and they did not know. Probably. They didn't know. Yeah. And it, it was I've yep. seen the Backstreet Boys do so many interviews, both just as a fan and, and working with them. But this is one of the best interviews I've ever watched unfold. So if you guys get a chance, go listen to the Beats One interview with the Backstreet Boys. But um, they were talking about that. And then I said to one of them one day, I said, I told Howie, I said, do you know on the end of if you listen to like my original Baby One More Time album at the end of it, they actually preview songs from Millennium and they didn't know that either. So See, it went both great. ways. It was Jive. Were they yeah, Jive? They back were in Jive. The day? Yeah. That's yeah. why. So that was mm-hmm. the first time I actually heard like a snippet of show me the meaning of being lonely. Isn't that crazy? Isn't, yeah. And That's I was what like, they would wow. do. But see, and that you would never know yeah. back then because the labels would really just kind of well, take over. Well, the labels over. just owned everything, totally. so they cross-promoted all their stuff. All the time. The, the artists didn't and have anything And the artists didn't have any, It's so no. different now. It's so different. The artists have yeah. such artists, a voice. Art, well, artists have gotten to a place where they're able to run their business. Absolutely. They're not pawns anymore, and it's great that... I love working in music now yeah. because that's exciting to me, watching an artist who has art as a product you know, build a business and helping them run it. That's what we all do. 1000%. You know? And when you get, when you get to lock onto those artists that are so smart yeah. and are mm-hmm. so involved and I mean, Dan knows more about Spotify and streaming and than I do. He can I mean, come work for us. I mean, he's pretty, he's pretty you know. smart. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to do that. Like this business yeah. now allows you that opportunity yeah. to be the ones who make the decision. Like the artist yeah. is the decision maker, which is fantastic. And it's like, I, and I'm always telling, especially young artists, like I have a 14 year old artist named Jenna Rain I'm working with right now. I'm always trying to educate her. It's like, look, you're talented. You got yeah. all the stuff, but now you got to learn but your you, business. Exactly. It it's is a such whole a other thing, you know, such a business. So, so yeah, the record store. And then you went to WIA. And then to WIA, which is where I met you. District, yes. <laughs> Your work way back in the day Um, with Robert Turner, with Robert Bobby T. I love that man. How much do I love him? Oh my gosh, he's still to this day one of my best friends. You know, he actually posted online like a week ago. I mean, it's like a once every three years thing. He doesn't do it very often. He doesn't do it very often. Was it about New Orleans? No, he was like at a party in Nashville. (laughs) He does. He goes to New Orleans a lot. Robert was because well, Robert was technically I guess like Cassie's boss. Yeah. Yes. At, at WIA and whatnot. And then I would just go to his office because he had a lot of candy and toys. Because is that how it started, right? Cassie <laughs> was our intern. Well, okay. So this is what happened. Cassie 
Cassie got hired for Wea as a college rep in college high school. rep. That was in it. high school. College rep. That's right. She in was hired school. in high school. Cassie was always very aggressive and <laughs> smart. I love it. I'll the say smartest. aggressive. Yeah. She's yeah. the smartest, yeah, right? She is. She's the. She is like the original like hustle. She is. She's the hustle. And so what she Absolutely. did was she um she said, "Hey, I'm you know obviously associated with Warner in some way. Can I start working out of your office?" And they're like, "Okay, kid, find a chair." And then, which <laughs> became, "Hey, kid, do you know what MySpace is?" And because Lynette was there, right. and Lynette is incredible, Lynette. but Love we were twenty and we knew more about MySpace yeah, for sure. You know, it was just starting. I mean, that yeah, you guys. Oh, were- gotta take that pill. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it happened every time we record because it always goes off this time of day. That's amazing. You know, all good. But Lynette, um, so Lynette had brought Cassie and was kind of like, help me with this, help no, me with that. I totally remember that. And so that was called the new media department. I was going to say, remember, I was I was trying to remember what it was, but new media. New what is media. new media? New media. least new media. As if we haven't always had new media. Like, <laughs> yes, but it was, it was, but I will say like, like at that point I was, you know, doing marketing and sales and whatever. But yeah. when we would start talking about new media, it was like, I don't know what you're talking about because <laughs> all that was so weird to the people who yeah. like the, the, war- the ones that weren't 20, by the way, <laughs> but you know, the things that we had always known, it was such a rapidly changing business. And when that, when, when my space happened and yeah. like the digital kind of revolution started happening, it happened fast. It did. And Cassie, like she loved bringing basically, basically it's so funny. Like when you work at a record label, I feel like there's a young a young workforce and they all hang out yes and an older workforce of vps and they all hung up hang yes. out too but yes. cassie and i would only hang out with the vps and we never <laughs> thought true. twice about it it's true and like later on we were like that makes sense because that's eventually like what we became was the owners sure. of our own company but like we weren't hanging out with like the other kids like partying on the weekend we were like going to executives offices and being like let me teach you about MySpace. Well, I was like, this is how say, you should do this. You guys knew things that other people didn't know, which was which was fantastic and which scary. Was such a great thing, and, great. and like such a great thing that we were able to capitalize on. Yeah, and like I always tell people listening, like you have to find your value, find your thing, you know. And it's like you you think about it, and it's like, oh, I just know how this MySpace thing works, but no one else in this building mm-hmm. that was way higher up than us knew how it worked, mm-hmm. and people it's wanted true. to use it. And so we just kind of took a shot at it and said, oh, well, let's do that. So Cassie, at the time, she was running all the music MySpaces, yep. which was like Faith Hill, um, Big and Rich, The Wreckers. Oh, I love The I Wreckers. I love The Wreckers. I love The Wreckers Michelle's so here much. now. You talk about Nashville being a cool really? place. I mean, yeah. she lives here. She's, I mean, I, Michelle Branch is just Amazing. genius. Yep. Um, actually, it's funny. I actually hired a kid today. He's not a kid anymore. He's probably like 30. But he was a Rutgers fan. His name's Ford Fairchild. Now he's an excellent photographer. And I just hired him today to, to do an edit for me on something. That but might I, be the greatest we, name I've ever heard. We met him way. because His he was amazing. the That's most crazy Rutgers fan. And we t- he was I like, I don't know this about him. He was like 15. And me and Cassie would sneak him into clubs to see them, like 21 and up clubs. They were so great. And he was like 15 in high school and was just like the best street team kid. And so we'd always like hook him up. So that, that's how we met Ford. He was a crazy. Um, and fast forward, you're talking about to how you get to your places. Fast forward. Mm-hmm. Here's Ford now. Right. Yeah. Like working yeah. with you. But mm-hmm. this all started because you had the passion for music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it all goes back. to. That is. I think and you had to follow it. Follow it. You know, don't be afraid of it. Yeah. Because I think that if you if you truly like who knew I never knew I was going to be in man. Like who knew? Yeah. Right. Um, but if you follow the thing that you love the most 
and yeah. just kind of put your head down and go, I'm just, I'm going to make my way. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to make my way, but I know yeah. I'm going to make my way and trust yourself. Things will fall. I mean, there'll be, there's another MySpace coming. Who knows what yeah. it is, right? Yeah. There's always something there that you've got to yeah. just kind of go for. And you got to keep yeah. jumping on it and keep grabbing and keep, and keep doing it because it's always going to change. Yes. It's and it's always going to change. It's always going to change and it's very fast and someone else is going to come up with it if you don't. So yeah. it might as well be you. True story. Yeah. So actually, it kind of leads into what I had written next was, so when you left Warner, yeah. you were the VP of Artist Development. Yep. And you worked with people like Ray Lynn, Chris Jansen, Charlie Worsham, Dan and Shay. Dan and Shay. And then you kind of followed your passion. Yeah. So how did that all kind of conspire? So I remember the day that Dan and Shay walked into the office and it was um, before they had signed to Warner. Mm-hmm. Um, we were we were all assigned artists. Right. So but before artists come in or sign officially, they kind of have pitch meetings and things like that yeah. where they'll go and they'll, you know, visit different labels and whatever. And I specifically remember the day they walked into the, I remember, I remember what Dan was wearing. I remember where Shay sat. And I also remember thinking, I have to be a part of this. Cause I don't, this is, this is not like, I mean, you have to understand we were Warner music Nashville. Yeah. Dan and Shay came in and they did not sound like Blake Shelton. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was yeah. just, but it was that love. It was just, of, so that was like what? Around like 2012, 13? They met in 12. Okay. Um, yeah. We, Things were changing. We signed them, you know, in 13. They released the record in 14. Yeah. Like it was fast. But anyway, so that's how it was. So they were kind of mine before we'd actually signed them. Right. Yeah. So I, it's always been that thing with me. Like I loved them so much. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, another piece of it is you talk about being a fangirl. Like, I'm a fangirl. I, yes. I, I fangirl over my artists. I mean, all of my artists, by the way. But Guys, like, I'm just going to stop right there because what she said is so critical, I think, to the future of the music industry. I agree. And to be honest, when Cassie and I started, we were constantly told, especially by older men, yeah. Don't be a fan. Don't don't tell people you like the Backstreet Boys. Oh my gosh. I'm going to tell you right now that the reason we were hired by the Backstreet Boys was because they knew we loved him, yep. them and we understood their brand yes. and we could help elevate their brand. So, yep. being a fan of what you are working on is not something to shy away from. Chase it. Do it. It's not fan is not a dirty word. No, and I had a fan moment this morning. I mean, we released a Spotify single today mm-hmm. and what um, is it? Which we Plug were listening it. to in Plug the office. It. Oh, so good. Million Reasons by Lady Gaga, okay. which, holy crap. I mean, it's, oh, wow. it's really great. It's awesome. Um, and then a, another version of Tequila. Okay. But, but I, even though I've had that song, I've had those songs, whatever, we've been working on this for a minute. To even hear it this morning, there was something about pushing play. Like, I got so excited again. Yes. You know? And it's like, I'm really proud to be around these artists. Yes. I mean... Shay is is the voice of an angel and Dan yes. is the smartest guy I know. Like, how lucky am I, right? And I, yeah. I'm sure you probably say that too. Like, how yeah. did I get here? How did you get because there? I really love what I do. Because and you follow your passion. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. So you have to do that. So we signed them when I was still at Warner and they were one of, you know, anywhere between eight and 16 artists that I would mm-hmm. have at one time. But that's what we did. We we did the yeah. the label part of it. We we talked through, and you know this because we've sat. We talked through digital strategy and what does this picture have to look mm-hmm. like, and what are you know what's your vision. But I think the most important thing is, you know, find someone that has a vision and follow it. Mm-hmm. And um, luckily, 
you know, they came in knowing exactly who they were. Which is huge. Huge. And, and hard to find. And hard to find and not willing to waver from it. It's yeah. like, this is me and we write really amazing songs and we sing really well and this is what we're going to do and y'all get on board. And April, don't waver from it. Don't waver. Right, April, April, April cries in the room because she's helping us out today, but she is an artist and I'm always just like looking at her like, girl. You're going to be big. It will come. I mean, you have, again, like you as a person always have to trust your gut in whatever you do. And if that gut means I'm going to be an artist, then, then you find a way to be an artist. It's not always going to be easy. It's, it's not. If it's, if it's to work in music, find a way to work in music. But even April, she was doing work for me today and she's like, yeah, and I went to a meeting for this and a meeting for me and I'm songwriting and like, that's what she needs to do. And like, that's what you do. You're like living it, April. I love it. I'm so proud of you. It will I've been always... in like writer's rounds with April where whoever has to sing next <laughs> after her is like, oh, God. Oh, heck no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Because one of the best voices in the world. Yes. Yeah. And then yes. and surround yourself with people that believe in you. That's the other thing. That's the key. Like you have to believe in yourself, but you have to surround yourself with the people that are going to believe in you no matter what that is. If it's a fangirl, Truly. if it's a record label person, if yeah. it's a whatever it is, you have people that believe in you. They will always prop you up and they will always get you there. So friends, Amen, guys. family, whatever. I love it. So they knew their brand, which yeah, I said is huge totally because it is brand. Sometimes you get artists that have this musical talent, but they don't know who they are. Right. They don't know who they want to portray to be. So having that on top of it, as we go back to talking about running yes. their business, yes. huge. And I think that that will always come through. I think that the people who know who they are and stick to it and stick to their guns it will always find yeah. its way. I think the Agreed. ones who try to fit themselves into what they think is the next big thing or what the trend yeah. is or whatever, it's it's going to fall apart. And I think that fans will see that. And I think it's even true with people wanting to do the business side of things. Sure. Like if you know who you are and you have a true passion and you're true to yourself and you just, I always say like, do what you do. Do what you do. Like do what we did was follow our passion for yep. being fans. Like yep. we do what we do. You followed your passion to work in the record store. Yes. It's how we all got where we are. That's going to lead you to the happiest job you could end right. up with, honestly. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, and I pinch myself like how, and I'm sure you do too. Like yeah. how did I get here? Yeah. How did this happen? How yeah. am I having this year that I'm having yeah. with these people that I'm having it with, like how I'm so lucky. Right. Yeah. But I, but you always just kind of, you do what you do. You, you do, do, what you, you do you. You do what you That's do. It. Um, so we went through all of that. So for five years at the label, I was their brand manager, was brand manager or yeah. development. But yeah. So late last year, like the opportunity came up to, to move over to management with Dan and Shay. And it felt like there was, it was just the no brainer. Yeah. So I moved over and I worked for a brilliant man named Jason Owen, Amazing. who um, manages, owns a business called Sandbox Entertainment, but manages Casey Musgraves and Faith Hill and Little Big Town and Tan and Shay and the amazing Devin Dawson and, you know, like just has Faith Hill has this roster of people that are yeah. just brilliant and yeah. smart and whatever. And it was like, yeah, do I want to do that? Sure, sign me up. <laughs> um, and then we transitioned. And in the middle of it all, leaving the label, going to management, we're releasing a single, which has turned out to be the biggest song of their career. Yeah. We're trying to release a record. We're doing all of these things. So it felt very much like just kind of a continuation of what I always yeah. did because they were always 
it's almost like putting you in the right seat to have all the power you needed to do what you were doing. Right. Because right. I, I, we've been in that situation. Yeah, for sure. Too, you know, for sure. It um, never felt awkward or, or it's, it's different on a daily basis. But again, I am a fan of this band. Yeah. I'm a fan of these artists. I want to be around it and mm-hmm. I would have been engrossed in it wherever I was. So I just get to do it a little bit differently, which is amazing. super lucky for me. I love it. I will say, and you know, I know there are a bunch of labels in town or whatever, but I have been somehow tied to the same executive my entire career. <laughs> Just John Esposito, which God bless Espo. I feel like Cassie yeah. on a level too. I know, you know? Cassie yeah. too. Like Espo do, hired Do you me. want to know something funny? What? He's the reason me and Cassie met. See? This is why, because Espo he was speaking at MTSU. Yep. And a guy that she met on MySpace who wanted to be her friend because of what, like her being at Wea, came and found her when he was talking. Later, I formed a crush on this guy and wanted to meet him via Cassie, which is how we met. That is crazy. Yeah. It all goes back to But Espo. it was because Espo was speaking at him to you. you. Yeah. He, he, is, he is like the godfather. He really is. He hired me 15 years ago at Wea, and somehow... He hired me at WIA and then he came to Warner Nashville and I went over from WIA to Warner Nashville and then left Warner Nashville and am with a band that is signed to Warner Nashville, <laughs> which is run by John Esposito. It's like, it's like I am forever, forever, I guess, in debt to him and forever connected and fiercely loyal. I will say that. But but I do think that that Warner Nashville is the best label in town. I just I love me some Warner Nashville. Well, they are artist friendly and Espo yeah. is artist friendly and. And that's a truth. They let the artist be the artist. And I appreciate that so much. So I feel like. And they throw the best CMA parties. Well, for sure. And he brought Kelly Clarkson into my leadership music class. Wow. And we all beat Yeah. We lost See? our minds. Have you heard the Dan and Shay Kelly Clarkson um, keeping score song that's on the record? Oh, my gosh. I know. I, I read oh, that in the press It's release. so good. There's a, to, hear it immediately. to hear Shay and Kelly go back and forth. Forget it. It's like, Ooh. it's magic. Just saying. You need to go back and re-examine the Dan and Shay self-titled album, Elise. I clearly do. Oh my gosh. I've been sleeping on that. You know who loves that album? And I'm not, I'm not like AJ McLean. That's what I'm saying. AJ loves that album. He is always like, and I remember before they released single, he's like, this is going to be the single. I'm going to tell you. And then he's like, I told you so. Did he, did he pick Speechless? He did. Did he, he did. Really? He like told me that and I'm like, okay, cool. So and I, then he was like, I told you so. But you know what? This all goes back to the night in Iowa that we all spent together. Mm-hmm. You with the bull, me with AJ mm-hmm. on stage mm-hmm. and you with the t-shirt gun. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's, <laughs> that's the night. Like the record was literally a day old. It came out on Friday yeah. and we had gone up on Saturday to play yeah. that show. That's the crowd that we saw singing. Wow. They were singing Speechless so loud. It was almost as loud as tequila. And we were like... That's so cool. You know what? Because that we weren't going that direction yeah. for the second single. Isn't that crazy? So, yeah. mm-hmm. so maybe that's why he thought that. Maybe he, he was standing he there watching saw it. it. We we all clearly were like, we have video of that night, and yeah. we're like, okay, that's it. That's really cool. That's the fan. The fan. The fans can the fans dictate. Know. The fans stick. They the know. Fans know what it the should fan be. They know if you're. They know if you're legit. They know if yep. you're. You know. They do. They do. Trust Especially the country fan. I'll tell you that. Trust them. Country fans know what is up. Yeah, they do. Uh, so I think we all spend uh, quite a bit of time on the road. Um, I know I just got back from being gone for one month, uh, oh. two days ago. Yes. So very excited about my own bed. Um, <laughs> but um, as day to day, you kind of, you know, you have to be everywhere that your artist is. So how much traveling do you actually do? 
Do you love it? Is it kind of exhausting? Do you have any like tips and tricks, like things you you take your pillow with you or like anything you do to kind of <laughs> I do normalize yourself? <laughs> I yeah. actually really do. <laughs> I support um, that. I love traveling. I do. I um, and and we do have to be around. You know, yeah. um, th- this has been a really interesting year because I too was gone for we were there was a a thirty one day stretch. Um, around releasing the album and, um, you know, getting to come home and doing all the press and all that stuff that we were gone. And it was London and New York and Iowa, <laughs> as <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, because you guys had just done like the Today Show totally. the day before. And we're going yeah. back to do something. It was crazy. <laughs> um, so so there's a lot of traveling. I, I personally love it, um, but I am fine with flying. I sleep better on a tour bus than I sleep anywhere in the world middle middle bunk always um prime I, real estate for sure and i and i always take my own pillow and my pjs like that's mm-hmm. it's it's the joke like into the show it's you know everybody's walking off stage and everybody's all sweaty and it's oh great show great show and i'm like awesome show i'm gonna go put my pjs on <laughs> i'll see ya yes like, i'm the yes. you know like mama's yes. work is done yes. y'all have fun <laughs> um but i do love it i i will say that i've learned um in traveling to pack light, mm-hmm. I've learned that you think you need things that you really don't. <laughs> you, do you do the thing where you pack either all like browns and navies or all blacks and grays? Well, that's pretty much all me anyway. Yeah, okay. So so that's easy. But what I do now is not pack, not overpack. Like I can get everything into a little suitcase. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ziploc bags are the best. You, know, you put your little stuff together yeah. and zip them, zip them. But um but we love it. I mean, we're gone all the time, yeah. you know, and I think you have to really it's not as glamorous as everybody thinks. No, as you Too can true. attest not at all. There's that whole conversation about, you know, you spend all day to, to spend 45 minutes on stage. It's yeah. true. True. Um, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of. So when they when when artists get to see fans and like actually see people that aren't their crew or their mm-hmm manager or the people that they have to they have to be with all the time literally locked in a metal box they're really excited about that like they're you know our favorite time of the day is is the day that they get to hang out with fans or you know do the vip or do the meet and greet or walk outside and say hello like they really like thrive off of that so and i do too by the way because i love it Oh, traveling <laughs> no they're so great so you you get to meet a lot of people that are are fans that have yeah. been around that go to multiple shows that yeah. like I know people by name that I've met through you know the last six yeah. years with with this band and it's fantastic and so do they and I love that the support is there the way that it is like they know everything that's going on and they support us and they understand that it's a real thing um so I love that about traveling because yeah. you get to see new people and 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 then kind of old friends because that's yeah. what it feels like on the road. Um, but I'm the only girl that travels, you know, if. Yeah, if, it's a very male heavy. Very, very male heavy. There's been many times and I'm the only girl on the bus. For sure. For which sure. Which I like. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I'm not I like being the only girl. I'm not, <laughs> mad, I'm not mad at it. I mean, luckily, um, Dan and Sherry are both married, so they have amazing wives that come out as well. Right. So they're occasionally. Wives are always only- great, though. Oh, fantastic. Like, wives are great, one, because usually they're just there to party. No. No, no. not their wives. Uh, our, our, 
No, I have different experiences. We have, we have dogs and babies that travel okay, with okay. us. Think about the it. The dogs right? and babies change Dogs things. and babies. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. But again, we have a history. Abby and I have known each other for, Abby and I knew each other before Dan and I knew each other. Oh, wow. So oh, Abby cool. worked at Warner also okay. back in the day. Um, Is that how they like met? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And then, um, and then Hannah and Shay have been together for years too, but they have a little baby. So it's just, it's a different thing. So you're traveling with babies on the, how, do you guys have just one bus or? Two. Okay. Two right now. We'll expand out. Um, but yeah, but our crew is, is now large. I mean, we That's travel great. with, we travel with 12 people, Rad. um, which is substantial for where we are. Um, and then we'll expand it next year into three, but yeah, I mean, it's. The great days are the days that Asher's coming out Mm -hmm. Um, and Shay will usually bring a different bus because, you know, it's it's tough for the baby. But he is like he's the band. He's the love of everyone's little life. You know, I mean, it's it's fantastic. Same with, you know, the dogs. So anyway, it's a it's a great touring family. Mm -hmm. And I think that you have to really love the people that you're around because it's important. You're in close quarters and um. But I would, but I would say, take your own pillow, take your great pajamas, and don't overpack, and you'll be good to go. It's the best way to do it. It's pretty easy. I wish I had that advice when I started. It's pretty easy <laughs> because uh, I was like very much overpacking. Well, also the boys don't tend to take as much as the girls. True. So I mean, I we we did go to London earlier this year, and I showed up with the big suitcase because we were going to be gone <laughs> forever. And it's like, are you? I can't even lift this, right? And they and and Dan and Shay are like, they are they've got it down. It's like. You know, the Toomey backpack and oh the whatever, gosh. and they're good to go. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, what an ass am I right now? <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. I did it. And I didn't I mean, wear like, any of the clothes. I mean, have a nice night out in London. You it's know, really fantastic. I know. I always bring clothes that I'm like, I'm going to go out you one never night. touch them. never wear them. There's no need. Or the never shoes where you're like, of course I need sandals. Yeah. It, going somewhere no. that's Forget, 35 degrees. I'm going like, to wear my yeah. Vans all day, every day, and no. never going to change. I'm sorry. One I can take 16 pairs of shoes. One pair of flip flops I always bring because that's yes, kind of my thing for sure but one pair of tennis shoes that's it 1000 yeah yeah all the things elise what are your chip tips yeah for you're gone for 30 days what's, what's your tip uh my tip is to eat the catering as soon as it becomes available that's a nice tip as a vegetarian you could end up with anything yes oh, see, dan, is, dan is vegan it's the same oh, way wow yeah vegan you, touring you to, that sounds you just got to be really ready wow. and also like and disciplined once yeah. the doors are open it's all over like you're that's not true. getting back to the touring that's yeah. true. i think you may yeah but you're that's not. True. yeah so true. get in there yeah eat the early dinner then when the doors are open you're good to go it's actually really smart that's a good plan <laughs> i like your I like thinking now i'm hungry and i always go for the pie too i love pie I like, great. you know, we're into the juicing thing. Oh. So, you know, do, the do ginger that. shots and yeah, whatever. I just had ginger shots. And that's mm-hmm. good. The more ginger yeah. shots you do, the more pies available for me. So we have a good, <laughs> this is really good. One time, Cassie and I, we were on tour with the New Kids on the Block. And there was a moment where I was eating and she was eating dessert, like some sort of cupcake or something. And she said, I'm watching Danny Wood, who was like buff, buff. yeah, <laughs> like Dirty. juicing. And I swear he looked at me and judged what I was doing. <laughs> and just the delivery of it was so perfect. And she's like, I'm just eating my cupcake over here. <laughs> like, but when you get on good tours, there's good catering. There's really good, good, catering. Really good catering. Really yes, good catering. Yes, there is. Yes. For sure. New Kids, I think, has some of the best catering. I like every night. It Wait, is just a plethora. Really? Yes. Is there anything special or they just have a lot? Like, like the yeah. variety like, is really yeah. good. And and plus they have like 
every type of juice or soda or like anything you want, they're going to have it. And they have their own juicing bar and just, it's but just, you know what? That speaks a lot to, because, and, and knowing this on my side of it, mm-hmm. as you're thinking through tours or whatever, like that's your responsibility to take care yeah. of people. And yeah. so when you go to a tour and the catering is fantastic, mm-hmm. like I have to give props to the yeah. artists because yep. they're paying attention to that. They are. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I don't want to be, I'm not going to be chintzy on our tour and be like, here's a power bar and a, <laughs> exactly. I mean, pizza again, get oh, ready. Exactly. Dan and Shay bringing it home. Like, no, yeah. like. No, every night. And know. it's like, and I remember even on that tour, I wasn't even with them. I was with 98 Degrees and like, we were taken care of. I love that. Real. I like, love that. It was, it was really, really great. Well, it's important to pay it forward. You know, you always totally. have to remember where you come yeah. from. I mean, I think that's in in anything and in, in the music business and in, in life, yeah. you know, as you're sort of, cause remember those fangirls that uh, you're going, you shouldn't be a fan of are going to be teaching you and schooling <laughs> you in years to come. So you better be nice to somebody. I'm just saying you better remember, you yeah. know, who always told us me and Cassie, like back when we were little that we could be fans was Tracy Gershon. <sighs> I love her so much. I love her so to much. To this day. I see her anywhere. Me and AJ just I had coffee it. with her recently. <gasps> Did you really? Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. There's some amazing people in this town. There and, really are. And amazing people. And it's 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 good that you can be here for so long and remember those people yeah. who sort of propped you up. Because yeah. I have them too. Tracy Gershon, Leslie Fram. Yes. I mean, I've made my two best friends in the world because of the music business. So cool. One's a lawyer, one's an A&R. I'm, yeah. you know, around artists who appreciate me because mm-hmm. they understand like you remember that stuff you also remember the people who didn't yes you do you know yeah. what I mean and it's it will come back to bite you so always be nice to people always be, be nice. nice to people oh, there's Dan, no reason Dan not to Dan Smyers calling right now and we're actually extremely is he gonna go live on the air <laughs> Dan you wanna be live <laughs> I wanna say hi you're, you're on the podcast. Do you want to take it? We can pause. No, no, okay. no. It's fine. He'll text me. It's fine. <laughs> I, love it. I love him so much, though. If I don't talk to him six times a day, something's wrong. And that is a good thing. I mean, I get it. I'm Yeah. I love it. You, you're like, you, you got to go back and forth all day. There's things going on. I mean, you're doing your job. Yeah. He's real smart, really? this one. He keeps me on my toes, that's for sure. I like that. I do, too. I like that. <laughs> okay, so we always like to give a bit of advice on each episode. So something I wanted to have all of us do, since we've all kind of had people work under us before, mm-hmm. is give a bit of advice to people that want to work in the music industry on traits and skills that you might be kind of uh, not necessarily looking for, but excited by that they might have um, as they're kind of looking for their first jobs and first opportunities. Listen, I think that it's not about what you know, it's your um, will to learn. Mm -hmm. I would much rather be around someone who doesn't know everything, but that really wants to learn and will study their craft to get there. I think that I think that you've got to have a lot of. um, You know, I said earlier, Cassie was hustler. Yes. Like she was a hustler. She came in not knowing. And you guys like. You you've made your career, and you know she was eighteen. Oh, I do know. I remember. I remember she (laughs) was a she was a little baby. But you know what? But she and she didn't know how to do everything. But she really wanted to learn, and she really wanted to do the right thing. Absolutely. And I would much rather. I say that too with anyone that we bring in. Like I would rather have someone who's going to bust their tail and not know anything and be willing to learn Mm -hmm. than someone who comes in and thinks they know everything because it's the ones who don't know that are going to be the ones that lead our way. You know what I mean? They're, they're going to be the next ones who find the MySpace or find whatever, like they're going to be that person. And 
you have to appreciate that. So I think it's okay to be green. Mm -hmm. I think it's great to be green. I think it's okay to own it. I think, I think you never should present yourself as something that you're not. Mm -hmm. I think you never should say that you know something that you don't. Mm -hmm. I think it's okay to ask questions. And I think that makes you really valuable, right? Amen. Totally. I love it. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's like it's nail on the head. Yeah. Love it. Elise, what is, what are you looking for? Uh, for me, I'm looking for people who stay late, come in early when mm -hmm. you're an intern. Mm -hmm. I'm always amazed by interns yes. who like, if their shift is like 10 to two, they come in right at 10, they leave right at two every time. They never ask if there's any yeah. extra work to do. So yeah. for me, it's really just about like, you know, not that you need to be there all the time, but mm -hmm. um, the interns who are the ones that are like, Hey, I really love this artist that you work with. Can I do anything for them? Or, yes. Hey, I am really interested in this new artist that we just got. Um, would you want me to do like, you know, do this task that I know you guys do that always mm -hmm. takes a I lot of time. That. So yeah. for me, just actually approaching us for things versus us just giving you things mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, don't be afraid to put in the time. And, yeah. you know, and I think that goes back to the whole knowing things could also mm -hmm. apply to us because we totally. live in such a we have such a view of what we're doing every mm -hmm. day mm -hmm. that we think that that view is the only view sometimes. Yeah. It's so refreshing to get a different view and an honest view. And so, I mean, yeah. I, we've had some amazing interns come through the office that ask those questions. It's like, I really want to learn about this. Yeah. And if you just give them a second, mm -hmm. give them a little bit of time, it's amazing what they come back with. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you got to be aggressive to ask those questions. You so, do. Yeah. And sometimes you might feel kind of silly, like asking it, but we talk about this a lot. Just ask. Just ask. Just ask. You're there for a reason. Yeah. I mean, you're there I, to learn. You're there to learn. And at the end of the day, we're there to learn too. Like I'm still learning. I, I told you earlier, like I'm, I've been, I've spent my week doing things that I've not ever done before. And I've yeah. been in this business a long time. And I'm learning, you know, There's and I'm having to, to learn. I'm having to go to someone yeah. and ask questions and that, that's okay. Like, yeah. don't be afraid of it. I'm always asking Elise what I'm doing. Well, <laughs> so am I. <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> you're never going to, you know, you're never going to get ahead and you're never going to get what you want if you don't ask for it. It's that's the other true. thing. That's the biggest, the biggest yeah. piece of advice I could give. Yeah. Honestly, like yeah. you have to ask if you want something, ask for it. Because you can only be told no, which is That's the right. same situation if you didn't ask. But you might be told yes. And yeah. don't be afraid to be told no, right? Because exactly. Because it's not, I think that when I was an intern, I know, and I'm sure for you guys, like mm -hmm. you overthought everything. For sure. Yeah. And it's like, are there some major issues, major things you could do that are like way problematic? Yes. You're probably not going to do those things. Yes. Like they're, it's pretty few <laughs> and far between. Yeah. Like asking questions, seeing if you can go somewhere, seeing if you can sit in on a meeting, no one's going to be if even if the answer is no, like we're not offended, like we're no. excited you asked and we'll actually and even keep if you the answer is no, future yeah, opportunities we might actually still we be impressed. To. Yeah. Yeah. And remember that, you know, yeah. like that's the thing. You you will always remember those people who do those things. You're like not going to remember the ones who just sit and come in at 10 no. and leave at two. Like yeah. you're not going to. It's interesting. Like I actually have made my own personal rule that I don't introduce myself to new interns because like every semester we get a batch. Yeah. And I might come in and there might be six. And I used to be like, hi, I'm Jade. I'm Jade. Because they'll be intimidated. And well, they'll be intimidated. And also like it doesn't it doesn't to me, it's never open the conversation. Right. So I always just ignore them or I might be hi, like general hi. And the thing is, every semester, one or two will decide to make a relationship with me. And even just recently, um, like two weeks ago, we were looking for 
um, an assistant position. And I remembered, I'm like, what about that intern Zoe? I really liked her. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I never had her do one task for me. I never did any actual work with her. But because she formed a relationship with me, just being friendly, I wanted to go after her and see what she was doing. And we hired her and now she's working for us. Well, you just said the key word, the relationship, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like we started this whole conversation about how did you get to where you were? It's, yeah. it's all relationship based. Yeah. 100%. That's the thing you can't forget. Like yeah. every day when you walk into a room, th- you're forming a relationship and yeah. that person could be the person that you end up working with. It may be two years, maybe five years, yeah. maybe 10 years down the road. Who yeah. knows? You know, who knew 15 years ago when... Espo hired me to be a poster hanger in North Carolina <laughs> that I would be managing an artist, an artist on his, his label. label. Yeah. You know, I'm like, who, who knows? Yeah. You never know. Yeah. And so always work your hardest, always try your hardest, never, you know, kind of second guess yourself if it's something you want to do and always forget that you're going to run into that person again. And that person will remember, you know, yeah. like, just like I mean, honestly, we, we never, me and you never really worked together on anything, no. but we just knew each other at Warner. And then exactly. like over the years, we'd see each other. And you know what? It was, I always exactly. think it's so, you're so sweet because I'll always run into you on a carpet or something. And you always say something really nice to me in my ear. Like you're doing good. Or like, look at you with the Backstreet Boys. You know and what? it's so sweet. But, uh, but it's, but I'm proud of y'all. Thank like, you. I feel like I've seen it from the, I mean, I, you know, you talk about doing your thing in your dorm room and coming up and starting your business and whatever. But I remember you guys when you were the new media kids who no one knew what it was and you were, you were 18, 19, 20 years old. Like I remember that, you know, and I'm, I'm secretly like, Hmm. Don't have anything to do with that. But I didn't. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? No, like, you did because you were one of the people that would like, honestly, like you would pay attention to us. Like we would just you come in your office smart. and talk, even if it wasn't about work, but like, it was a relationship, yeah. and, you know, and to be honest, like, I think in the beginning I was like, oh, like, you know, she's Cassie's friend. Like, she, but then you'd like say like some random nice. I'm like, oh, like she remembers me too. Totally. Cool. And you at know? the end of the day, it's like when you, f- when you find people that are your people, mm-hmm. like you're a music fan, mm-hmm. you love music. Like I love music. Yes. And I think at the end of the day, people connect around that. Yes. And it means something, you know? But oh, it I'm, means I'm everything. I'm so proud of you guys. Like Thank it's you. It's huge. I'm proud of you. Oh, aren't we just a love fest? No, but I'm serious. At least I'm proud of you too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm I love everyone in this room. Oh, this I'm proud so of proud. April too. April, I'm so proud of you. I really April. am though. No, I am too. Now I want to know, you know. April, do you want to come sing on the podcast? Do you have a song prepared? April, come on. April, Will you come sing something. Only, can she sing tequila? I'm just saying. Can I you sing plug tequila? Hey. Can you sing tequila? <laughs> April, come sing tequila. Come on. Do you need a guitar? Oh or are you my just gosh. Sing? Oh, there we go. I just want to hear your voice. Oh, look. Yes, we have a guitar. Oh, yes, oh, have a guitar. Yes. yes, we have a live performance. <laughs> this is a first. All right, do you need these headphones? You can use any mic. Here, you can sit here. I got it warm for you. <laughs> And she's so cute too. I swear. I walked in and I was like, "How cute are you right oh, now?" So cute. It's gonna happen. I don't even. I don't even. This is gonna happen. Yeah, the, the the thing is, she looks about the same with all the makeup on because she just looks naturally. Like she'll be like, no makeup. So jelly. I'm like, you look the same, April, because you're like you got you like. That makes me really upset. Just so we're clear. Do you, you know? Do you know tequila? When I taste tequila. Oh my God, yeah. she does. <laughs> no, she has God I don't bless know you. it on guitar, but I could probably just sing it. That's all right. You sing whatever you want to sing. Do you want me to pull up the lyrics bless for you? April. 
Maybe, maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like in case you go into a verse or something. I always yeah, like I'll just do like a verse chorus of it. I know what April does when she takes tequila. At, oh, don't you start. <laughs> don't you start, Jane. I kind of okay. do the same thing for clear. Like Thank you. How about I'll just sing the chorus? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, do that, do that. When I taste tequila. Baby, I still see ya cutting up the floor in a sorority t-shirt The same one you wore when we were Sky high in Colorado Your lips pressed against the bottle Swearing on a bottle, baby, I never leave ya I remember how bad I need ya When I taste tequila Oh my god! <laughs> yes! Oh. Holy crap! Beautiful. Oh, she didn't even hit a power note. I mean, I'm just sing a power note. What's the song? Sing? Just sing a Martina. Just yeah, hit, hit it. <laughs> Independence Day. Felt it. Go. I was go. Yes, Independence Day. Uh, right? Like if you're gonna do it, do you need like, those lyrics too. This no. like. Okay. How about how about I just uh, I could sing just one of my songs and I'll like with a power note. Yeah, I'll. Okay. I love a power note. Okay. I'm like aching for it now. I live the right audience. I live for a power note. We're like very invested. every time oh <laughs> my gosh thank you thanks for having me thanks. that's amazing see thank you me. always take your moment yeah you know oh my god the best thing done on this mic all night i mean i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying that that's was impressive april cry, you guys look her up Woo! cry with k april cry music mm, i'm a fan Ooh. Excuse right. me while I fangirl. Uh, just let saying. me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. I've been because I I know I, I am not afraid. I saw I saw that video of you at Sirius, and that's when I was like, wait, we working with this girl? I'm gonna work. That was back in the day. It's been a while. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm happy you did that. I am too. I just love when people do their thing. Like I love when gotta you have guts you. to do it. It's the same thing. Like you got to get like. Of course, she's like, oh, crap. I got it. She did it. That's right. She did it. That's right. You might not have been like, oh, crap. I was just speaking for you, but I'm just saying. No, I, I mean, everybody's going to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> you can't ever be. You can't ever be afraid, man. I'm telling you. She should know that with me by now. 
<laughs> Jade will put you on a spot. We going now. in the mall. Everybody, this is April. You got a list. Oh. <laughs> Hello, my name is Jake. And I'm I, don't even, I don't even work for this girl. I pay her to work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, I think we're going to wrap up. Unless oh, you guys want to. I know. Talk I kind of just want to hang out. I kind of do too. Thank you so much, Lisa, for joining us this week. I really, really appreciate it. Like, oh. you came out out here in Nolansville by the zoo. By the zoo. By the zoo. Well, that was the selling point. But, I mean, <laughs> I used to live around here by the zoo. Um, where can we follow you online? Oh, um, Lisa Ray Nashville is my Instagram, but follow Dan and Shay. And follow Dan and Shay. Dan that and was Shay. next on my list. And I'm, where do you follow Dan and Shay? Danandshay.com. But where For do you sure. follow them on social? You know the social media. Oh, what is that? I don't know. I don't know. New media person, you tell me. <laughs> at Dan and Shay, right? Yeah. Is, that what I'm is it A and D? Is that spelled? At I think it's D. Dan A and D Shay. Shay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, thank you so much, Elise, for coming and filling in for Cassie this Bless week. Bless your heart, Elise. Bless your heart, Elise. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I really, really do. You it's guys, been so fun. You guys good. made me comfortable. Do you really mean that? Did you really have fun? I did really have okay, fun. Okay, good. Your voice is really good on the mic. I should say it that. Is. It's really good. In college, I did my college radio station. <gasps> did you really? Did you? you sound like radio. radio show. It's so great. Elise. It was a Broadway-themed radio show. Oh. Of course it was. <laughs> I got a friend request from April. You got a friend yeah. request from See, look at April. Look at April. Look I just, at all that. I just assumed it was Dan going, you I'm need a- to do something. <laughs> and it was you. <laughs> shortly don't worry well i think uh i think you might be giving cassie a run for her money so oh never no (laughs) cassie's always number one i like it though i really do i really do like it i think we're gonna have to do more episodes though we should do more nashville episodes we should do more episodes i think that that's absolutely true you have to do more nashville episodes so many cool people here there is so so many many cool cool people and it happens like you can find anyone here Mm -hmm. like and people just show up and it's it's definitely a community did you hear last night the bluebird Ed Sheeran showed up with Devin Dawson. Really? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Wow. They were, it was Devin's first. Um, I saw that and, happening. And Ed showed up wow. and did a song. No, with Sheeran Devin at the Bluebird in the, in the round. In the yeah. that's insane. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. Wow. It holds all of what sixty people. That Helen, stop yeah. calling me. I'm gonna answer on the air. Hello, you are live on How I Got Backstage. Hi, Helen. Oh, hello. Lisa Ray, who is the day-to-day manager for Dan and Shay. Hi, Helen. Hi. Hi. And also a Backstreet Boys fan. And huge, huge. All of my friends are obsessed with Dan and Shay. Like <gasps> they're one of my best friends, number one acts in the world. Oh, I love that so much. Oh my gosh, can Dan and Shay like like follow her friend? I mean, I'm obsessed with Dan and Shay. <laughs> <laughs> Just so we're clear. <laughs> We're all Just we're all the same the, people. Pass along the message that Ashley Wiley loves Dan and Ashley, Ashley Wiley. Wiley. All right, Ashley there Wiley. There you go. I love that that's so much. Go. And then Elise is here later. filling in for Cassie. So that's and April's oh. here. And April even oh, sang no. on the podcast. April wow. sang. It was fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, and then Tom's here. Tom's our new national producer. Tom is just like oh, wow. showing up with guitars and things. Uh, seriously. It's amazing. He's an angel in the other room. He is the angel in this oh, wait, lovely studio. Okay, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> okay, bye. bye. <laughs> She's Helen's like, great. What did I get myself Helen's into like right my now? right hand man. Yeah. Helen gets my crazy, especially my creative crazy, and she can execute it all. Is she your spirit animal? She's like my spirit, uh, like crazy. She's your spirit crazy. 
No, she's like she's like my spirit visual guide. I like that. And also she's what 21 and basically yeah. running the world. She at this stalked point. me on like, Twitter and then physically She'd attacked me at the Billboard Music Awards four <laughs> years ago. Oh my goodness. Um, while I was sitting on the floor and now she runs my life. You need someone like that. I really do. Some people love to run people's lives, she like does. in the best possible way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Tell well, him, Helen, fix it. You got to have, <laughs> I get that a lot. I'll fix it. <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap up. You can follow Elise. Elise, actually, I wanted to tell a little story because I think it's really funny. What? I don't so know I used I used to have an <laughs> assistant named Brendan who was, um, he was just great. His name was Brendan and he was my assistant. He goes, you have an employee named Star Wars? That's true. My last name is Stwars. And I yeah. do. I, I Did I say it completely wrong at the beginning? It's okay. Oh my I, gosh. I, teach me how to say it. I hate some people's names wrong. I accept Star, Star Wars, Wars though. So if you just Star Wars. That, Elise I'm, I'm Star happy. Wars. I never called you Star Wars, but I will now. That's fine. That's how fine. do you really say it? Stwars. Stwars? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Or if you're from North Carolina, like me, it's Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Which sounds like Star Wars. <laughs> I just like, that's I never, amazing. I never knew exactly how to say it. No. I feel awful. That's so great. Well, you can follow Elise Star Wars at (laughs) Elise, S-T-A-W-A-R-Z. May the force be with you. That's amazing. And you can follow me at Folia Jade, F-O-L-I-E-A-J-A-D-E. And you can follow our podcast on Instagram at How I Got Backstage and on Twitter at I Got Backstage. And uh, we're going to go eat. No, yeah. we're getting our we're getting our eyebrows. We're done. actually Let's getting our honest. eyebrows done. I'm actually getting my eyebrows done while doing a Baxter Boys call. God, live in the dream, Jay. Live in the freaking live dream. Live in the dream. You know all the things. Thank you guys so much. Really, it was so much fun. It I loved fun. it. First Nashville podcast. Yay! Yay! It's awesome!